0: You're listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht, Benjamin Pieske, and Sam Gardner designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today we are talking about how to start your week, which is really important, and you'll learn soon why this is important. So stay tuned, and now some Music. I'm producing this podcast in association with PSI, an awesome community which is dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics across the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. PSI offers quite a lot. Webinars, video on demand, workshops, live events, all kind of different things and of course the flagship conference which is Awesome. And hopefully in 2022 comes life again in Gothenburg, Sweden. Head over to the PSI website at PSIweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. Welcome to another episode of The Effective Statistician. This time it's again with Sam and myself. How are you
1: doing, Sam? Today's a great day. Looking forward to talking with you again you know, a little bit behind the scenes. We don't record these podcasts just before they're published. We, we Sometimes we re- record them well in advance and then we'll take a break. And we've had a little bit of a break yep. recording. So it's really great to get together again and, and talk about some things that are fun to talk about and sh- that we can share with others.
0: Yeah. And so today we'll talk a little bit about productivity hacks and one of the important productivity hacks is how you actually start your week. So um, I learned about it via Michael Hyatt. I you know, have listened to lots of his podcasts um, and especially one of them, which he discontinued at some point. Um, and there I learned quite a lot. And I'm also using his tools like the full focus planner, uh, which is really nice kind of calendar, but also to do list and goal setting and has lots of lots of his advice and recommendations in it. And so one of which is how to start your week and. We'll talk a little bit about his advice, but also a couple of other things. Sam, do you have standard way how you start or finish your weeks?
1: Yeah, the way I like to start my week is actually I like to start it on Sunday evening. Yep. So I like to sit down in my office and take out my, my planner and open my calendar and think about how the previous week went think about what things might have not been finished that I wanted to get finished and then lay out the plan for the coming week. Yep. And that's yep. that when I do that, the week generally goes a lot better. Yeah. Um, yep. Now I have to admit, I don't always do that every week, but I, when I do do it, the the week tends to go fairly well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good habit. And I know some people do it on a Monday morning, others do it like you on a Sunday evening. I'm more kind of Sunday is still kind of weekend and family time <laughs> approach. So I start the Monday morning, but for me, it's also easier to start with the, the Monday morning because I sit in Europe. And so Monday morning, my US colleagues are still sleeping. <laughs> so I don't get interrupted by meetings. And uh, that's really important because that's one of the first advice that I have. Don't directly get into meetings at the beginning of the week, because I think that is a good recipe for completely derailing your week and kind of, yeah, starting off the, uh, the wrong foot at the uh, at the beginning.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the analogy is, is, starting a really rigorous exercise uh, routine without taking time to warm up yeah. and stretch, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. You're, you're likely just to stress yourself out. And you might be able to perform pretty well. You could probably go out and do your exercise, but then you're going to hurt later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. 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 Same as with emails and other things. Yeah. At the start of the week, it's good to kind of, get reconnected to where you want to go ultimately. And so my first step, like actually every day, is uh, review my annual goals. Um, as i them written down, uh, that's the first page actually of the planner. And that keeps me focused on what I really want to achieve this year. And that directly kind of makes sure that you're working on the right stuff.
1: Yeah. I think that's really good. And I I like to do that too. Although I admit sometimes I'm a little bit more focused on what needs to get done this week or, you know, right away, but stepping back to think about, well, what is it I want to accomplish in three months or six months or nine months or even longer? Um, If you don't make time for that, you don't put it in your plan. It may not happen.
0: Yeah. And then you, get to your mid-year review, you open up your files where you have saved your yearly goals and you, oh, I wanted to get this done.
1: (laughs) And suddenly your yearly goal becomes a six-month goal (laughs) because you said that's what you were going to do for the year.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. The second thing, what you already mentioned is to have a look into what has happened last week. Um, especially in terms of your achievements. Yeah. I think it's really good to think about what you have accomplished that gets you in a good position. Um, you see what you have already, you know, moved you forward and uh, towards your goals and, um, that's that's a great, great thing, as you mentioned yeah. earlier.
1: Yeah, and I think that's another way just to kind of evaluate maybe how you're doing at planning your time and organizing yourself, because if you didn't get much accomplished the previous week, you didn't make steps forward towards those goals, that may just be a signal to say, hmm, I, I need to reorient myself and be a little bit more focused on what's important important to me and important to my work and family and so on. Because uh, otherwise, you're just going to keep spinning your wheels and not making any progress forward.
0: Yep, yep. And exactly, because that helps you to understand which of your habits that you hopefully have in place helps you to move forward and what are kind of other things, yeah? Were there a certain kind of one-time events or does it more look like that these what you thought of as one-time events are actually reoccurring. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, there are weeks where all your plans and goals just get completely blown up by life and circumstances. And yeah. those can be sometimes very frustrating, but it's good to think about, well, what can I do uh, that might mitigate that, that happening? Did, yep. I, did, those, did things blow up because I didn't take care of business the previous week? Yeah. That yep. type of thing. The other thing I like to do too, and it helps me focus my mind a little bit as I have over here on the side on my wall on my board here that I have kind of my list of, I guess what I would call my principles, mm-hmm. my, the, the things that I've decided are important to me. Yeah. And, and, and those are even even a little bit higher than what my goals are. You know, yeah. those are like, why am I doing what I'm doing? What what are the overall big picture focus that I want to have in my life? And I'll look over there and I'll think about it and say, okay, this week I need to make sure that my focus, my, what I'm working on, is being guided by that set of principles that I've decided are important to me.
0: Yeah, that is actually also something that I have. Um, as part of my weekly routine, looking mm-hmm. into my leadership principles, um, what I have is actually my background on my laptop. Is a collage of photos that reflects my long-term goals that I have. So, for example, there's a there's a photo from of my family, yeah, mm-hmm. because. Having good relationships there is really important for me. And there's some other photos that reflect, you know, long-term goals on there. Right. So next thing. So once you have evaluated how you need to, you know, change, continue, uh, adopt certain habits, you can have a look into what are all the existing to-dos. Are there any open loops? Are there any kind of things where someone told you, yeah, I'll follow up by Friday, but you never received something? <laughs>
1: right, right. And is that what do you mean by open loop? Is that an example of an open loop? Or... Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Something like it's it's not finished, it's kind of hanging in the air. You yeah, know? you're
1: waiting on something or someone's waiting on you. Exactly. And, okay, yeah. that type of yeah. thing. Okay.
0: Yeah because that helps you to kind of get a really good overview of what are the possible to-dos for this, this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, next thing is for me looking into the calendar a little bit ahead, not just the coming week, but the, the coming weeks, potentially months. Yeah? So are there any certain bigger events that are happening? Don't know. You need to give a presentation in two weeks or there's a, there's a conference happening in, in three months or you know, things like that. Or you, a certain yeah. deadline is approaching. You're yeah. going
1: to go on holiday. Right? <laughs> and, and honestly, that's a big yeah. thing. I, I yeah. never work harder than the week before holiday because I don't want to have all that work piled up. Yeah. when I get back and I don't want to be worrying about it while I'm gone. So yeah. Yeah. I work yeah. pretty hard the week before I take time off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that can lead you also to detect further to-dos or maybe it means that you get a different prioritization of the to-dos that you have Yeah, because now you think mm, this becomes really urgent now. <laughs> It's this other thing. Maybe I can push it out a little bit more. Now, the next topic is really important for me because um, if you have these really long list of to-dos, you know that you'll never get all of them done. So it's good to make sure you get three big rocks into your week that are... Rocks in terms of achievements, yeah? Things that you want to move forward that help you uh, move towards your goals and have your weekly big streets.
1: Yeah. And I do that too, but sometimes my big rocks are actually consist of a lot of little rocks. <laughs> that
0: is usually <laughs> the case, yeah? So, so, so I example. think
1: about what are the, the five simple things I need to do to move to that next step? Yeah. Uh, I, I sometimes would I lay that out and I, I'll lay that out and say, I need to do these things, three of those this week. And they maybe only take five minutes, but I got to get them done or things aren't going to move forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It could be like uh, this week I'm recording four episodes Yeah, mm-hmm. or it could be like this week. I want to finish this presentation. Yeah. And in order to do this, I first need to do my research. Then I need to uh, you know have an outline, then I need to create the slides, send it to my AA, review it, and then it's done. Yeah. So it kind of yeah. sees different um, different steps in it. Yeah.
1: And if you're applying, you know, good project and work planning approaches, generally every project or everything you have that has a deliverable or a timeline has a series of things that have to be done. And what you try to do in your planning in the week is let's pick some of those things and fit them into the week so that I can move those things forward. Uh, And sometimes in parallel, you've got different things happening at the same time. So you've got to not just have this singular focus. I'm just doing a presentation this week. You've got five other things that probably have to be done in the next few weeks and you kind of have to move them all forward. And so you have to fit all of those, Small things and and pick which ones you're going to do to to move things forward, but I understand what you're saying about the big the yeah. big things it's really focusing on what are the big three things I want to accomplish and what are the what are the things I can do this week to move those forward
0: yeah and that is important to do it after you already had a review of your calendar yeah mm-hmm. because if let's say there's already two Full day events in it. And maybe there's one day where you don't know, you're traveling, and another day where you promise to, yeah, go to Legoland with your kids or something like this. Well, maybe there's not a lot of, you know, open space left. Um,
1: yeah. And, and that's a big, we probably could have a whole other podcast on that, just on <laughs> managing time and yeah. not filling up your time. I, I was thinking about that in preparation for talking about this, where I try to make sure I keep some white space in my calendar.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I actually block out white space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and breaks. Yeah. So for example, no meetings before a certain time or after a certain time or no meetings over lunch. Yeah. Um, just to ensure that you don't end up with a calendar that has 40 meetings in it.
1: Yeah. You know? And it's really Which, hard. I found that's really hard when you work internationally. Yes. Because of the different time zones. And like you said, you your your call co- if you have colleagues that are in another continent, you maybe have to jam all your meetings into your afternoon. And they have to jam all of their meetings into their morning. Yeah, and their preference may be to have their morning open to to well you know yeah. to you can't
0: have it all yeah at
1: <laughs> all right. I used to struggle with that quite a bit and get it's frustrated.
0: to set boundaries there. It's yeah. really important. Yeah. yeah, if you don't set these boundaries, there's nobody else who will do it for you.
1: Right, and you you end up having six a.m. phone calls or seven yeah. p.m. phone calls, and that. You can do that occasionally, but if that becomes a habit and that becomes the routine, it just yeah. jumbles your life. And it's it's not fun. At Lily,
0: I had this M5 rule. There's no meeting after 6 p.m. unless an M5 asks for it. And that was kind of
1: and that's like a that's like a senior vice president or something like that. You guys
0: yeah, something like really, really high in the organization. That really helped.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And people were, you know, accepting these boundaries. It's, it's. I recently read a quote about something like, I don't get it right, but but something along the lines, it's your choice to, you know, control the, what others are doing to you. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, you don't it's, always have complete control, right? You may no. be in a situation where you have to attend a meeting. You have to do something at a specific time. But you have where you have control, exert your control. And I think yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Don't don't let all of your time be dominated by everybody else in your life.
0: And there's, you know, if you, if you think about this, this this M five rule, yeah, that was something like my, even if my step supervisor would have called, yeah, I would have said no,
1: right, right, yeah, yeah. or you could be polite about it. You can always yeah, say, but, like, that- just.
0: It's a, it's not a no. Yeah. It's a sorry, but I already have an appointment with my family there uh, that I can't move. Here's another suggestion for a time. Yes, yeah.
1: could, could we talk about it the following morning yeah. or something like that? You know that that's always a good way to offer. An yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Speaking about calendar, <laughs> the next thing is clean up your calendar. I usually have some, you know. Meetings that popped in there that you know overlap or that that there's some something else happening. So making sure you know there's no clashing meetings and things like this is really important. I mm-hmm. I find it really annoying when people decline a meeting you know just before it starts. Yeah, especially these one-to-ones. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Or or meetings get canceled, you know, that the people will just schedule meetings because they're going to block your time. Yeah. But then they don't have anything to talk about, so then they cancel it. Well, that can be a little irritating when you have planned your time to be able to be ready to talk to them. Yeah. And so what I've I've found is a good habit to get into is have my little list of things that I can do when I get a little block of time opened up. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Because right. yeah. Um, oftentimes I've prepared myself mentally to to do something during that, you know, talk during that time. And I haven't planned to work on maybe a, a deeper thinking type of project. So maybe it's OK. That's the time for me to respond to emails. That's the time for me to read an article that I've been waiting to read and it's sitting on my desk. You know, so fill in that time and just don't don't get upset about it as much as being proactive and saying, OK, now I have this time let us use it because someone's giving me back some time that they had scheduled away from me originally. Yeah, But it's
0: also kind of cleaning up calendar also means like there's this meeting in there where I actually have no clue what's about. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Ask for an agenda. Right. Right. Or just send a message. Hey, I see this meeting's coming up on Thursday and I'm not exactly sure what the meeting's about. And I'm not clear if I need to be there or not. <laughs> yeah. Right. A lot of times what you'll you find out. Is, me, oh, yeah. 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 Well, you'll find out. Oh, well, we just included you because we thought you'd want to know. And if you have time, you can join, and you can just read the meeting notes afterwards and get the same Ex- amount of. Exactly,
0: coming. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I once had a reminder in my calendar popping up: meetings are toxic. Try to avoid them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was it? I remember one time my one of my kids asked me, "Dad, what is it you do?" For work, and I'd had a, a day with that had been full of meetings, back to back to back meetings, and I was really frustrated. And I sat down at the kitchen table and I said, "Well, evidently, my job is to go to meetings. That's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kid, my 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 daughter looked yep. at me really funny, like, "Wow, is that what life? Is that what adult life is really like?" You, you know what my favorite
0: meetings are. The meetings that I schedule with myself, mm-hmm. which I actually have on my calendar. And one of these is actually this Monday morning meeting where I go through these different things. Yeah. And in order to reinforce your habit that you want to develop, you can put in kind of these different things that you want to do. Yeah. And into that uh, invite for yourself. Yeah. So you have make it really easy one of the things to if you want to have an habit yeah you need to have a trigger that uh, triggers this uh, habit and also make it as easy as possible so if you write into your invite what are the different things that you want to do kind of like a review of annual goals and things like this just put it in there
1: right yeah. I think that's a, that's a great thing. You, when you schedule a meeting with yourself with an agenda, it really can help your time with yourself be more productive as well.
0: So just head over to the blog article for this episode, the show notes, and you'll find the bullet points that you can just copy over and then right. adapt for yourself.
1: So let me ask you a question. This is a little bit off topic, but it's relates to planning and how you plan your week is you You use the, the Hyatt planner, right? The Michael yeah. Hyatt planner. Um, do you prefer paper or do you prefer electronic? Planning? I
0: prefer hybrid. Okay. So I have, I used both. I have used both only paper in the past. I've used only an electronic, but I have figured that the best way is to have a hybrid model. So certain things are great to manage electronically, kind of especially things like group tasks and certain things like this. Yeah, Others like the exact things that I have on my to-do list for today, I have written down in paper because then they sit on my desk and, you know, they don't get kind of hidden behind another window or, you know, or something like this. They, I see them there all the time, yeah. You know? Yeah, and I, that's I, incredibly helpful.
1: Yeah, I can remember the day before we had the inundation of electronic communication and scheduling tools, and you pretty much did all of it on paper. You had to. Yeah. Um and but and I used to use I used to use the Franklin planner before it became Franklin Covey it was Franklin planner yeah. and I really liked that system and then they came out with a software tool that you could do it on the computer and I really liked that too and it integrated with Outlook a little bit um, but uh, but I I have gotten more in the habit I'm like you I I like to do my goal planning personal planning daily planning on paper. And then I keep my calendar and appointments electronically. Yes. And of course, my, a lot of the stuff I do is also captured in email and, and other electronic systems. But that, but I, I, there's something, I don't know, there's a connection that happens when I take a piece, a pencil or a pen and I write it on paper. It's, it's much, it almost like it, I'm, I'm more committed to doing it than if I just type on my keyboard.
0: And especially if you take a to do from the last week and you write it on your to do list for this week and you have already moved it from the previous week to last week, you get really annoyed that you kind of need to rewrite it. And maybe you just then do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have it electronically, it's just a click away. Yeah. And so there's a, also you maybe more consciously think about it, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, I once had this habit of uh, taking the emails where I needed to do something. That's really bad because you don't think about really what you need to do. Yeah. And so then you later need to go in it, read the email again and think like, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. And sometimes you just think, yeah, I need to do something there. But you don't think about what is exactly the next step. Yeah. And maybe the exactly next step only takes you two minutes to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And then I have
0: this two minute rule that these things get done directly. I don't write
1: something as to do. This. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I think it's also some good advice I've learned is to hold your plans loosely, because, like you said, yeah. something's going to blow up your week um, yeah. or whatever your schedule is for the day, and you got to be really ready to adjust. But as much as it's up to you, you know, stay focused on what you decided what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but uh, but then don't get too burned out or too upset when somebody else or some other event causes all those plans to go uh, down the chute and down the tube.
0: It's important to plan, but of course, um, so if you don't plan, you plan to fail, Mm -hmm. but planning helps you to not fail.
1: (laughs) Not planning is a plan. (laughs) It's just not a very good plan. And uh, I think the other thing too, and you mentioned this a lot, in your plans, we're not just talking about work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about life. Yeah. So you've got your priorities. If you have a family, your family's got to be priority. Yeah. They need to be on there. Matter of fact, that's generally the first thing I write in my plan for the week. What is it that I'm doing with and for my family? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, exercise and taking care of yourself, your health. I, I try to get regular exercise. So that's probably that's the second thing I write in my plan for the week. Yeah when I'm going to do that. Um, And then, and then I start thinking about, okay, then what's the, what's the work things that I need to accomplish this week.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Put in the big rocks first and then fill in the pebbles. So we talked about how to effectively start your week. We talked about what not to do, like going directly into meetings or emails, but have a understanding of what are your goals, where uh, have you been coming from last week? what have been your achievements? Uh, what can you adapt? Are there any kind of open to-dos, um, to dos the loose loose ends the open loops that you need to close and then plan ahead yeah with uh weekly big three, daily big three and things like this, and make it a habit so really head over to the effective and find the show notes and copy them onto your invite to yourself thanks so much sam another great episode
1: yeah you're welcome it's great to talk and i hope this is an encouragement to people to spend some time on helping them wanting to be more effective <laughs>
0: This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain who helps with the show in the background and thank you for listening. Sharing is caring. So if you found this episode to be useful for you, then please share it with your colleagues. Please share it on social media. And if you share it on LinkedIn, then just tag me and I'll surely get back to you and give you a hands up for this. Reach your potential. Lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.